0: What's up, bosses? It's your favorite mindset and lifestyle mentor, Coach Bonds, here to help you boss up and level up in every area of your life, health, wealth, and most of all, mindset. I went from an out of shape, overstressed server, struggling single mom to CEO of my own coaching business, making five figures a month. And if I can boss up and change my life, you can too. And I'm here to show you how on today's episode of Boss Life with Bonds. What's up, y'all? On today's episode, it was kind of an impromptu recording because I watched a TikTok that set me off. So this will be shorter than usual, but I just I just had to hop on here and give a quick word about mediocrity and what it leads to. So I'm on TikTok, you know, searching for inspiration, looking at what the cool trends are, whatever, whatever, right? And I come across a friend's page who is blowing up on TikTok. They have so many followers. They are super talented. They are a comedian. They they do so many things. So I love this person. And if you're listening, you know who you are. I love you. However, the message that they were uh, giving out to their thousands of followers did not sit well with me. And I had to speak up because it's bonds. I got a mouth. I'm going to use it. And their message was they had just come out of a depression period. Um, and I feel like before I even, before I even get on like what irked me about the TikTok, I just want to preface it with this. If you are clinically diagnosed with ADHD, bipolar disorder, depression, and you are on meds, I want you to go ahead and stop listening right now and, or, uh, take this with a grain of salt. And obviously I'm not talking to you because you are clinically diagnosed. No, but I'm coming for the people who who, like myself, may be self-diagnosed. Nobody's told me I had ADHD, but the my inability to focus is insane. But So every day is a struggle, but I know that I can get better because I've seen myself get better because I'm intentional about getting better every single day because I'm not settling for mediocrity. I'm not settling for oh, well, I've been diagnosed with this, so that's just what it is. I got diagnosed with bipolar disorder when I tried to commit suicide at 13 years old, and they put me on antidepressants, and I refused Used to stay on them, and I've been figuring out how to manage my emotions since. And this includes traumatic events, such as being raped, being kidnapped, being physically abused, abandoned, and the like, almost losing my mother and watching her die as a child. So many traumatic events, and I'm not saying any of this so that you can feel bad for me. I'm saying this, that it is possible to manage your emotions. And I feel like too often people will take their diagnosis, and in many cases, the lack thereof a diagnosis, they take a, something that is a very serious condition and throw these words around as an excuse to not live up to their full potential. And that's probably going to piss some people off. But that is something that is super like and I'm not again, like if you are one of those people that is like, well, I have this and 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 like you're going to make that the summation of your life. I'm not the kind of person you need to be listening to because I'm going to keep it real with you. Your diagnosis does not define you. As one of my clients said before, she said, I may have, and she's got a list of actual diagnoses. She's got pills. She's got uh, prescriptions. She literally has all of the things that she says she has, and she gets the fuck up and she keeps fighting. So all of this to say... You are not your diagnosis. She said her diagnosis is like living with someone, you know, you may be at the house with them, they may, you know, live with you, but you don't have to take them with you everywhere you go. And she said that. And and it was so powerful to me because it's like she battles with a lot of things an eating disorder, body dysmorphia, like all this stuff. And she's still in my group, giving value, preaching, teaching, giving words of wisdom to other women when they're struggling. Uh, she goes through dark periods, but she gets back up. And and the first time she went through a dark period, she literally tried to quit my coaching program. And, and there's some people who if they try to quit. I'll be like, bye. Right. Not not anymore, because I don't accept people in that aren't ready to put in the work. But this girl, I said, you're not going anywhere. First of all, here's the contract you signed. Don't play with me. Second of all, you're not going anywhere. And we worked through it. And that that spell lasted almost a week. And then the next time she went into one, it lasted three days. And I'm not saying that she's going to get to the point where she never struggles. But what I am saying is that she's working on getting better each day. She's not settling for mediocrity. She's not settling for, oh, well, this is what it is, so I'm not even gonna try. That's bullshit. And I hate, I hate it so much. Guys, like there's no reason for you to just take what life has given you at face value. Like some people are born into poverty. Imagine, imagine if Eric Thomas, if you don't know who he is, he is like, I'm coming for his crown for number one motivational speaker. Maybe I'll, you know, never mind. I love him, but still. Eric Thomas, imagine if he had just been like, oh, well, I grew up in poverty. It is what it is. Seriously? One of my fitness mentors, Brian Brian Mark, he grew up with a terrible upbringing. Mom had abusive boyfriends. He grew up in poverty. Imagine if he just sort of threw his hands in the air and said, oh, this is the card I was dealt. Oh, well. Man became a millionaire by the time he's 28 and built a huge enterprise, right? One of my other fitness mentors, business mentors, sorry, Amanda O'Mara. This woman was waiting tables just like I was. She st- struggled with depression. She struggled with all kinds of things. Imagine if she would have just threw her hands up in the air and be like, oh, well, I guess this is what it is. Guys, I'm on here today because like this whole settling mentality is, is it, it pisses me off. Like, and not, like, I take it personally. One of the best words of wisdom that I was ever told by one of my first business coaches, his name was... Why did his name just leave? Xander Fryer. And he said, if you have a gift and you're not sharing it with the world, you're being selfish. And when I heard that, it hit me and it made me wake up. And it's like, get out, of, get out of your fear about posting online that you're a coach. Get out of your fear about going live because you have a gift. And God gave you that gift and you're not using it. So you're being selfish. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to be selfish. And that woke me up. That, that made me realize, like, I, I owe it to this world. I owe it to God. I owe it to everyone to show up as my best self. Maybe not 24-7 because that's unrealistic, but I owe it to always be striving for greatness because there is no cap on it. There is no limit on it. So people who are fine with being mediocre, like, that means you, you, you don't care about the fact that You have something that can make someone's life better, your story, your words, your talent, your gifts, your, your freaking, maybe you sew, maybe you play sports, maybe you could play the violin. You've got, everyone has a gift and you deciding that you're not going to push or fight for yours because for whatever reason, because life got hard, because this is not, that's fucking selfish and it's lazy as fuck. I'm just going to be real. And it just, it pisses me off. So I'm going to roll back now. I got super off topic. Well, I'm still on topic, but like I got off track. I'm going to give you guys some quotes about mediocrity. Being realistic is the most commonly traveled road to mediocrity. I don't set realistic goals. The goals on this vision board are things that Bonnie last year, two years ago, would have freaking laughed at. Me having a podcast while I was still waiting tables hot, me imagining that I'd be doing this right now. That did not seem realistic, but it's happening. Me running my own business even though like I'm like, oh my God, what do I do next? That was the biggest fear of my life. I never thought that I'd be able to run a business. I was I was like, I'll wait tables for the rest of my life, because one, I don't see myself dressing up to go to work anywhere. So already I kind of knew my my uh the road that I was gonna take. I knew I wasn't finna be in a corporate office all day, got me messed up. But I couldn't imagine that I'd be running a business and the way that I'm doing it doesn't look anything like what I thought running a business would look like. And I'm so glad But the point is, guys, like I'm doing something that I did not think was realistic. Being realistic is the road to mediocrity. So if you notice that you set really super attainable goals and you give yourself a pat on the back for it. Number one, I'm not against stepping stones, milestones or celebrating wins. So I do not want it misinterpreted as that. But the message my friend was saying in her TikTok was like, oh, if all you could do today was get out of bed, yay. And I'm here for that too. Like, I get that. Like, I went through the, she was talking about the big sad, I went through things like that and it was, yes, getting out of bed is an accomplishment. However, as someone that is actively working on their mental health and their mindset, I can't go tell people that I'm not going to encourage that that's an accomplishment. Like, I'm going to be like, yes, I'm so glad that you got out of bed. But what next? Because that's what happens with a lot of people. They accomplish one little tiny-ass goal or maybe even one big-ass goal, and then they stop. Exhibit A, you know? Like, I beat records in my business, and then I got comfortable and I got complacent. I can't afford to be complacent. My clients can't afford for me to be complacent. My kids can't afford for me to be complacent. And some of you guys have it easy, kind of like I did, where like you're not struggling. There's nothing wrong. There's no conflict. So you don't have a reason to push forward. And those are the people I feel the most sorry for. The ones that are comfortable and complacent and don't have a reason to push because it's very hard to get up and chase your dreams. It's very hard to make things come to fruition when you don't have anything pushing you, Right. Right. So I think I feel bad for people that don't have that incentive, because these are the people that grow old and look back on their life and are like, I could have did so much more. If only I had just pushed myself, if only I had just discipline. if only I had not been happy with just getting out of bed and being alive. Like you were created for more than just to exist. You were created for more than to just sit around watching Netflix all day. You were created for more than to just go to Starbucks and come home or go uh, bag groceries at your job and come home. Like, believe it or not, you really were. But so many people are comfortable with mediocrity, and this is where they stay, and these are the same people, I guarantee you, some of the most miserable people that I know are mediocre, and I'm not saying that every person that is successful is happy, I'm not saying that, what I am saying is that most people who are, like, in some state of of lack, like, they don't have as much money as they want, they don't have the job they want, the marriage they want, the body they want, some of the most miserable people that I know are ones who have settled for mediocrity. And I've talked about this before, how I don't I don't believe in settling. It just I, I my my mind is blown because my friend is so brilliant, my friend is so talented, and she has so many followers. So for her to put that on her TikTok, I'm just like <sighs> Like, dude, like you have a platform and you could be encouraging people like, hey, I just got out of my depression, but I'm up. I'm doing things. I'm doing big things. You can do this. And I'm looking through the comments and there's all kinds of people like, yep, I set the bar low, so I'm not disappointed in myself. And she's like, there you go. And I'm like, oh my God, like we are almost like polar opposites in this present or er, in this, in this concept. So I want to go ahead and like make this a little bit pertaining to fitness since I am a personal trainer, an online fitness coach. Um. People that don't set goals or set very mediocre goals, one, when they're broad, you have no idea if you hit the goal or not, like... Um and I think she said something on her TikTok about it. She's like, you know, if I set a very broad goal, um, then anything it basically is an achievement. So yay. And I'm like, yeah, but also at the same time, when anything is an achievement, you don't have a sense of accomplishment and a sense of accomplishment is key to happiness. And that's why so many people are not happy because they haven't accomplished anything in their life. My dog's in the background barking. I hope y'all can hear him, her, uh, Uh, But the reason why so many people are miserable, as I said, is because they've settled for mediocrity and because they haven't accomplished anything again, some of the most miserable people that I know are people that have not accomplished very much in their lives. And because they haven't accomplished very much, guess what? They don't have any confidence that they can do very much. And when you don't have confidence that you can do very much, you don't do very much. And when you don't do very much, you get stuck at the bottom and you think that that is all that life has for you. And if for no other reason, this is why I get on here and I scream and I yell. This is why I do my podcast. This is why I became a life coach and a fitness coach because you Can do so much more. You just have to believe it. That is my story. Literally, when I gave up on myself, I hadn't accomplished a lot. I graduated college and then didn't get hired as a pastor anywhere. Thank God because I get to do what I, you know, I'm out here living my best life, uh, reaching way more people. But I, I after after graduating and not getting hired and hearing like fifteen no's or like getting ghosted by every church everywhere and then just going back to my wait waitressing job and, and waiting tables and waiting tables and, and nothing ever coming from it. No churches ever hitting me back, like and nothing ever came from it. Eventually I started to feel like I it was a waste. I I eventually started to, yeah, I got a degree, but like after a while I was like, What what good is this degree? I don't have a job. And that's, that's like the anthem of my millennial my, my millennial generation. Like so many of us have these degrees that like don't pay or don't hire. So then you start to feel like I, my accomplishment doesn't mean anything. If my accomplishment doesn't mean anything. Then that means I don't have any accomplishments. And if I couldn't accomplish anything after working for so hard for so long, what's the point of working hard and long for anything else if this one thing that was supposed to be guaranteed to us didn't pay off? and i feel like that is a big a big energy around us so many of us in our late 20s and early mid 30s or right, sorry where do millennials go late 20s to like late 30s maybe um And, and I see it all the time. Like I see it in my friends that just won't try because they're so afraid to fail because they don't have any confidence. I see it all the time when people are messaging me, they're so ready to work. And then, and then all of a sudden they're like, no, I'm scared. I'm scared that I'm not ready for your program. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Just exercise. If you don't, like, if you don't lose 30 pounds, you didn't freaking lose. There is no bet. You know, we, we're just, trying to be better than we were before, but you don't even have enough confidence in yourself to put one foot in front of the other to make any kind of change. And this is this is the energy that comes from this mediocre mindset. Another quote is, that, sorry, I lost my train of thought, but another quote is, mediocrity knows nothing higher than itself, but talent instantly recognizes genius. Jealousy is the tribute mediocre mediocrity pays to genius looking at quotes like this like i it's a disease they said nobody thinks or feels or cares anymore nobody gets excited believes in anything anymore idleness is fatal only to mediocre guys you're not meant to be stuck. You're not meant to play small. There's, there's literally a purpose for every single one of us, but we, we, we hide behind our illnesses. We hide behind. And again, like if you are diagnosed with a mental condition, a mental disorder, I'm not coming for you. Um, I am coming for people who are not diagnosed, but run around saying they are, and then use that as an excuse. And then even on a higher level, I am coming for people who are diagnosed like, because do you have meds? And if you have meds, are they working? And if they are working, I'm not saying like, <sighs> I, I believe in you. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I believe that there is more to you than the diagnosis. I'm saying that if you believed in yourself as much as I do, you'd be able to accomplish a lot more than you ever thought you could. There are people all over the world, there are people all through history that have overcome the odds and have overcome obstacles. There are people, Les Brown was declared like mentally retarded. And if you don't know who Les Brown is, look him up, guys. Don't let a diagnosis, don't let a situation, don't let something dictate your ability to be the very best that you can be. Because what it will end up doing is telling you, it's like putting a cap on you, like, well, you can't do that. You have anxiety. You can't do that. You've got ADHD. You can't do that. You've got depression. Guys, it doesn't have to be your chains. It can be your success story. Like, yes, I have ADHD, but I do A, B, C, and D. Yes, I'm depressed, but majority of the time, I get a lot done. On my days when I'm doing good, I I live it to the fullest. Not, well, I'm out of bed, so I guess we'll just... See what happens. Guys, I believe in you and I need you to believe in you. Mediocrity only leads to misery. And I don't know about you, but that doesn't sound very freaking exciting to me, being miserable. Stop settling, guys. That's all I have for you today. I just really had to hop on here and get that off of my chest. I hope that One, it ruffled some feathers. I hope that it did make you realize like I'm making excuses or dang, man, I really am settling. I hope it made some people challenge the way that they view themselves. As I shared about one of my other clients earlier who has four different diagnoses and still gets up and takes care of business, fights through her rough times. And then also I want to end with this. I, as I mentioned earlier was diagnosed as bipolar disorder. Actually, they said bipolar, dep- I don't know. I'm not sure if it was disorder or manic depression, which you don't hear that phrase anymore. I think manic depression got um, replaced with bipolar disorder. But um, I know I'm a little off. <laughs> I know I've got my good days and my bad days, but what I've learned to do, One here's some practical tips real quick before I even close out, because I know that some people... Um, don't like pills. I don't like pills. My oldest son with ADHD, they told me, oh, we'll put him on pills. I was like, y'all got me fucked up. We're gonna, I'm gonna research. And I researched and found out that I should probably stop feeding him so many refined sugars and so many things that have um, additives. And I don't know why I can't think straight. I'm a nutrition coach. Uh, Pre-packaged foods, processed foods. There we go. I cut back on the amount of processed foods I fed my son. I cut back on the amount of sugar like we don't buy. I don't even buy juice. If we do, it's a treat. And I just started feeding him more whole grains and whole foods. He eats more. He eats so many uh, fruits, whole grain bread, uh, vegetables, all like twice a day. And I started to know. And then I got him involved in football and, and basketball. And slowly the, and the, the symptoms of his um, attention deficit are. To how my God! I'm not even going to pretend like I know what all the letters are. Uh, hyper. Nope, we're not doing this today. But all of the symptoms that I noticed before started to slowly subside, and he's able to manage them. And with myself, and with so many people that I've noticed with um, chemical imbalances that result in mental disorders, a lot of these chemical imbalances are not naturally occurring, which means that they can be fixed. Like you weren't born that way. This is a series of whatever has happened to you in life because now I'm going to get real deep. In one of my life coaching sessions, we talk about um, how the body keeps score and that's actually a book you guys should look into. And prolonged stress, chronic stress, even if it's low level stress, prolonged periods of stress can change your biochemistry. So even if you're not screaming at the top of your lungs every single day, like if you are under stress and you have to keep composure all day long, your body still knows you're under stress. You are tight. You are tense. And what that ends up doing, keeping your body in a prolonged state of stress, it changes what chemicals fire. It changes what's actually happening inside of you. So basically your biology or, or your biography, your story, your history determines your biology. So what you have experienced is why you may be having chemical imbalances. So with that said, the good news is, is that it's reversible. I don't want to reverse mine with pills. I would rather do it the hard way. Why? Because I'm not mediocre and not saying anyone is, but that's just my that that doesn't, but that's just my mindset. I was like, I'm not gonna take pills. I'm going to manage this. I'm going to work on my mindset. I'm going to work on my discipline. And also, since this is something that was brought on by stress or trauma, I'm going to heal from my trauma and I'm also going to learn to manage and cope with my daily stress. And the girl. Who didn't have any control over her emotions now runs a business and helps other people with their emotions. The girl who was once suicidal and, 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 and Lord really used to pray for God to take my life. Now, like, I, 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 that thought doesn't cross my mind even in the darkest of days. So, guys, some of you that are going through that, you, you have these mental diagnoses, I promise you, like, take a look at your lifestyle. Take a look at your stress levels. Take a look at how much water you freaking drink. You'd be surprised how well your body functions when you take care of it. You'd be surprised how much better and more alive you feel. I know so many people that are depressed and they're like, I don't have energy to get out of bed. I don't have this, this, that. And then you look at how they eat and I'm like, of course you don't. You literally don't have the energy or the nutrients to do anything. That's why. And it's a continuous cycle. So that is why I combine life and fitness coaching because I know the impacts that both have. So I really am going to wrap it up at this time. I went in like 80 different directions because that post, as you can see, got me fired up. But I hope that you did get some value from this. Again, if I offended anyone, I want to apologize, but I'm not going to because I'm not sorry. Like I said, what needed to be said and what so many people are afraid to say. Uh, If I get yelled at like, oh, she doesn't care about mental health, like you're crazy because that's not what I said. What I said is you are not your diagnosis and you don't have to settle for whatever a doctor has told you you don't have to settle for what this world has told you there are people that have overcome all kinds of circumstances and you can too and you'll be better because of it and you'll have the com- you'll have the confidence to accomplish even more So I hope that this message sticks out to somebody like a sore thumb. Again, I hope it lights a fire underneath your ass. I'm going to take a little mini break because it is time for me to hop on my own Facebook group page and talk about nutrition tip Tuesday. So if you listen this far, I do want to thank you for tuning in, uh, show your girl, some love screenshot, post it to your story, tag me at body by bonds. Um, every little bit helps. And if you shout me out in your story, I will shout you out on my next podcast. So I do appreciate you guys. I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you next time on the Boss Life of Bonds.